Yo, Vern. You. All right, you ready? Yes, sir. Three, two, what's going on? Versus Community, it's your boy, Cell, along with my co-host. Vern Lee. All right, so we are doing our quarterly review for the Team Apex for the win uh, Patreon. Uh, this will be part one. Part two will be uh, exclusive to our Patreon subscribers. Uh, just want to make sure that as we get it started, we give a uh, we give a shout out to all our patrons. So, of course, we have all the te- team Apex. We also wanted to get a shout out to Matt Diagiano, D Giordano. My favorite pizza, Giordano, so that's easy to remember. I don't know. I'm not familiar with Banana Crap Shoot. I know Vern knows who that is because uh, <laughs> dude, is in, uh, dude is in Discord. Justin McDowell, Earl, uh, Kyle Fondre, David Robbins, you know Jason Roosevelt and Roland Christie, and, of course, Mr. Ben. So shout out to everybody that uh, is in the Patreon. We appreciate uh, your support. And also, uh, we appreciate you being fellow content creators. So we do a lot of bouncing ideas off and uh, um, vibing off, off of each other as far as content goes. So we're glad to be part of that content creation uh, community. So for this quarter, uh, since it's our first quarterly release for our Patreon, um, this just talking about how this all got started this kind of was a whirlwind um how how could we, how could you even put this Vern? how did how did this even get started <laughs> um let me see what happened uh okay this is what i remember uh for some reason i decided i wanted to support after years support the other uh content creators who had patrons patreon so I just joined in. I joined C Stacks and I joined Mr. Ben Ben's uh, Patreon page. And then I was like, after listening to their stuff, I was like, why, why, why are we doing this? And I remember I texted you like, hey, Sal, um, what you think about doing a Patreon? And you were like, I was thinking about that. <laughs> I was. <laughs> <laughs> and we had a short conversation that uh, that day, and we just kept talking about it for the next few weeks. And then we were like, man, I think we might have something here. And, you know, next thing we knew, we were we were setting up Patreon. So, yep. <clears throat> yeah, because the um, my, my main issue why we hadn't jumped on it sooner. One, I didn't want to be wholly responsible between the two of us for making all the content for Patreon. And fortunately, the team has stepped up a lot. And uh, two, uh, because of my job and different licenses or whatever, I didn't know if I could even legally do a Patreon. So um, work was like, a what? A Patreon? What is that? I was like, oh, this is for my, my hobby. And they was like, all right, whatever. You know, <laughs> so that's it. Like, <laughs> That's that's pretty much. I mean, it was a little more detailed than that, but that's pretty much what it was like. Like, all right, you know, is this gonna be your full time job? I was like, no, I'm still working here. 
you know, I was like, all right, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's kind of just that's kind of how the, the emails kind of went. It wasn't like this. It was it was nowhere near as big of a deal as I thought it was, which is why I hadn't brought it up to him. So I was like, man, I need to figure out how to bring this up to him so I can get this show on the road. And I just kept procrastinating. And then when you brought it up, I was like, all right, time to procrastinate is over. You know, so I was like, okay, let me let me go ahead and try to lock this down. So yeah, it it, it worked out. Yeah, it it really has worked out, which is crazy because I remember going into it like like you said, your biggest concern was, you know, we 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 all we both have busy lives, you know, uh, and so we're like, man, you know, uh, we don't want to start a Patreon page and not actually put the effort into it to mm-hmm. put yeah. out enough content so that our, our, our patrons will feel, you know, like they're getting something for the support, right. you know, and, you know, it's like, okay, how much content we want to produce per month, you know, can the team chip in enough where, you know, we'll, we'll just be hitting, hitting our patrons with, you know, more and more good stuff. And, Right. You know, it, that was the biggest concern because we didn't want our, our fans and our supporters to feel cheap. But that has not been the issue. Nope. For, <laughs> fortunately, it has not. not. <laughs> it's not been the issue. Uh, well, I don't know how much, uh, how many, how much content we've produced, but I know we've been working. So once we came up with the idea for it and started, um, putting everything out we started creating content like the middle of July right so in the now yeah about the beginning of July because we knew that the release date was going to be August so in July we created 11 pieces of content in August we created another 11 pieces of content and in September, we created seven pieces of content. Now, obviously, July and August was hit pretty hard, but that content got released over, you know, over a few months. So, I mean, like we got great teams going into February, but next year, you know, so um, just like with the interviews with the team, you know, seven of us. So it's seven interviews, but it's really only two or three released a month. So the interviews are going into what the end of November. Yeah, I think so. Right, right. So uh, some of that we was able to record ahead of time and make sure we could stack the content so we didn't get overwhelmed. Uh, me and you split the, you know, job duties. You know, we got other people on board. You know, Jeremy, shout out to Jeremy uh, Bergs for making some videos. Shout out to Ralph Cole for making videos. So that that really got a lot of. Uh, stress off our back as far as who can make uh, some of the content and and uh, how fast we get stuff produced. So that wound up working out to our, our advantage too, just having more content creators. You know, so um, and hopefully we can get those guys on you know, to have uh, some, some monthly content and that'll help us to move on to other other stuff that we're doing for the Patreon. So what else is on the uh, on the docket for what else do we produce for tier, uh, not tier one, but um, for the quarter? Because we talked about August, September, October. 
Uriah, I know that we've done uh, well, we started off doing um, we started off doing fantasy IP discussions. Right. <clears throat> we started, we also did uh, spoiler alert, which is where we talk about different comics. Uh, kind of like the Civil War discussion we had on mm-hmm. Anchor previously. Uh, we did we, we did the interviews, which uh, I hope everybody's enjoying it. <laughs> We're we planning on uh, continuing doing interviews just in a different way. And I, I guess we'll talk about that later. Uh, why can't I remember all the things that we've been doing? We we done so much content. <laughs> that's that's the problem. It'd Just be like, easier if we had less content. Like, what did we not do? Right, right. Because man, uh, once we started jumping into actually producing fantasy IPs, then that 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 was a whole just. My respect grows every day for super awesome games. Seriously. <laughs> oh man, just yeah. Cause, Cause that that whew, that is a that is a production and a half right there, bro. It is. <laughs> it, it is a production and a half, and you know, I don't, I don't, um, I don't, I won't, I will never get upset at a misprint again. <laughs> <laughs> it is so easy to miss the smallest details, yep. and sometimes the biggest details. <laughs> that's that's all I'm gonna say about that. Yep. I appreciate I appreciate what they give us so much. Yeah, because uh, like I said it's not an easy process. So, like I said, uh, yeah, but shout out to Super Awesome Games. I, I know they got disappointing issues or news because of all these shipping issues. So. You know, versus community is still here, still rooting everybody on. So, um, oh, and, and now that's just for, for, uh, but, but what tournaments have y'all been in? Because I know y'all was doing good in some of these tournaments too. Man, you want to talk about that? Okay, so uh, I know the last time we talked, on the last pod, I mentioned the Bill Face Tourney mm-hmm. and how I played all seven of my MCs, got in the top eight. So I was in eighth spot, which, I mean, full disclosure, I don't really care about what seed I'm in. I just care about getting in the top, you know, right. top eight. Right. Seeding doesn't matter to me. It's like, you know, once I'm in the top eight, you know, the whole thing, everything changes for me now. Now I can focus on, you know, just making the best deck I can. And whoever's in front of me, I'm just trying to take them down. So uh, I ended up going against Patrick. And I don't know how often or if you've ever played against Patrick Linehan. But every time I play against him, it's like this drag out, beat down battle. And I'm telling you, man. I I I I was drained. I was drained, <laughs> literally exhausted, because it was a Luke Cage mirror match. Mm-hmm. Now 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 let's talk about the format for the top eight because this this is the, the the statistical probability of us playing a mirror match 
is crazy. So what they did is they flipped the script. You know, instead of a, instead of having to play with the Civil War MCs, now you can't play with the Civil War MCs, but you have to play with the Civil War supporting characters. Hmm. So that means every every MC that's legal in a modern format was available. Right. Talking about 200 MCs. And oh, we wow. both settled on Luke Cage. <laughs> so I'm sitting there looking across the mat like, you got to be kidding me. Because, you know, I'm not a fan of mirror matches at all. Right. But I'm like, okay. Whatever. So, you know, it's, it's Luke Cage versus Luke Cage. So I guess I should talk about my deck. I don't have a deck list here. Basically, my thing was, I think pretty much everybody can figure it out. Abuse the Iron Fist Daredevil. Mm-hmm. Just keep putting keep putting Daredevil out there. Get him out there on turn three after you level. And just keep putting him out there. <laughs> and just boost everybody on your field and mm-hmm. try to overwhelm your opponent with constant free Daredevils. That's the goal. Now, the way I built my deck to work is... I basically had no one drops in the deck except for multiple man, which I never planned on playing early. Right. I had only one kingpin in the deck just in case I need them. And I had no three drops in the deck. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I had like uh, seven four drops, about five five drops, five uh, sixes, and four five sevens, and I think two eight drops. I don't remember. But the goal was get the cage leveled up on three, get Daredevil out with him on turn three, and abuse a ridiculous amount of uh, defensive plot twists. Because I had four go undergrounds, I had four super senses, I had four in good hands, mm-hmm. and I had four. Um, what is the other one? Super senses was it? Sh- it wasn't shock. Super senses go on the ground. Uh, in good hands and secret avengers, duh, secret avengers. And I had one nightmare scenario. Okay, so basically. Turn one, pay for him. Turn two, pay for him. Turn three, he's fully paid up. Grab Daredevil and just keep your field, keep them, keep your field clear. So, so what ended up happening against Patrick is he didn't have any range in his deck, but I mm-hmm. built my deck just in case I had to deal with somebody who was thought had the same idea with me. I had multiple range characters from four to eight. So, okay. what ended up happening was. When he played his Daredevil, I would just kill his Daredevil with my range character. Right. And I had so many, like a lot of, I figured a lot of people would go for the on the runs and the, uh, and the superhuman, not the superhuman, what is that? The 50 state initiative to draw cards. I'm like, I don't need to draw cards. I just need to make sure that when you attack me, you don't, you don't succeed uh, with all right. these, with all these uh, offensive plot twists. And then I just take you out. Right. And that's what ended up happening. Uh, the first game against them was like, <laughs> it was super long. I was able to pull it out. And the second game, I, he just kind of didn't pull as well. And I was able to just take him out. It was a good deck. Um, but he didn't build his as a counter to his idea. 
you know, I, I kind of built, I kind of built mine to be able to deal with my debt, and so that's what got me the edge. Yeah, uh, against okay. Mitch, who, I, I, it seems like every online tournament I got to deal with this dude. Yeah, because it's Mitch. And uh, hey, I'm not complaining. Uh, if I had, if I end up having to play Mitch in the top eight, I mean, I must be doing something right because Mitch yep. is a good player, and he has been on quite the tear. Um, he played Annihilus, which, um, first of all, it's an issue because he has range. Mm-hmm. Second of all, it's an issue because of what he did with. Him. So basically, Mitch, uh, figured out that once you level up Annihilus and you put that level one in his hand, if you can draw all the cards of your deck, you'll always be able to heal yourself, um, if they stun you because you'll be able to reveal that level one Annihilus. And it'll go back in your deck, which if your mm. deck is empty, that means you'll always have a Nihilus in it. <laughs> right. So he was just doing everything in his power to draw as many cards as he could. Prowler, right. you know, play the multiple man to pull stuff out your deck. Nighthawk, uh, play the yellow, draw a couple of cards. Uh, both the 50 stated initiative and on the run. I mean, he was just drawing massive amount of cards. And I'm like, He's drawing a ton of cards. Now, he never did deck out, but uh, what ended up happening is the, the plot twist that is terrible wasn't so terrible because he's drawing so many cards and because he knew on a run, I mean, not on a run, but in good hands was going to be a popular play. He was running, uh, what is that plot twist that steals? Um, um, dang, I had it right up here, too. Hold on. From frightful, right, right. It's not backup plan. That's the one that allows you to observe and adapt. Observe and adapt. So now I didn't figure this out in the first game, but when I played in good hands, now because he's drawing so many cards, he had all of his observe and adapt. So he's just playing in good hands on <laughs> when he has a nihilist. Mm-hmm. So eventually what ended up happening is because he drew so many cards, he was able to swarm the field, protect the Nihilus, and because I had I mean, I was killing him the first game. I had I had I think I was I had him down to four wounds. He's also healing on top of that. Right. <clears throat> so he was able to he was able to come back. So I'm like, okay. So I'm like, okay, I switch tactics. Let me go first. And I'll just keep hitting him in the face and, and slow down his level up because but my whole plan on the second game was let me just level up, let me not play Daredevil, right. and let me just hit him in the face and prolong his level up as long as possible, keep his field clear, and then instead of defending myself early, I'll just keep my my uh, my KO power empty by not playing plot twist so that he can't steal it. Right. And by doing that, I was able to beat him. Uh, uh, I was able to get to him before he was able to heal up. No, I think he healed once or twice that game, but I still was able to take him out. Mm-hmm. And then that will that would have been my plan for the third game, but I just it it just didn't work. Out. I opened up my hand. I had the only locations I had was like two Wakandas. And I missed four, even though I got a ton of them in the deck. Uh, didn't pull a lot of pull many yellows or greens. It just was bad. 
I don't think I I don't think I stunned Mitch until turn four or five, mm-hmm. which considering what his deck does, that's terrible. So right, right. Uh, it was a good deck. It was <laughs> fun. I, I enjoyed those games. Uh, now we on to the next one. Hopefully, Mitch wins because he beat me. You know how I. <laughs> Right. Everybody that beats me, I'm rooting for him. Like, right. Make make my loss look special. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, now we got these uh this team Buckeye attorney coming back. Uh and this is gonna be the second chance format with I'm actually looking forward to this turning. Mm-hmm. Uh I kind of threw a wrench in it this time because you know, you can in, in the uh, Buckeye League, you can use your tokens that you win from playing and, you know, succeeding uh, a little bit to do things in, with the draft. So you can pay seven tokens to keep one of your MCs from the last uh, format if they're hmm. legal. Oh, that's interesting. So I did that. So with my second pick, I got Cable, who I think is probably a top five MC in this format. So I was able to get him with my second pick, which is great because I have like the eleventh pick in the first round, and I got oh. this dude. With my, I got this yeah. dude with my second pick. Yeah, you was going, you was like some problems. Yeah, right. And so I uh, also did something else, which hasn't been revealed yet. <laughs> but but needless to say, I'm going for it in this turn. Gotcha. I'm trying to go six and zero. Okay. Trying to. I think I'm like fourth or fifth on the rankings. I'm trying to I'm trying to get closer to the top. Right, right. <clears throat> but I'm looking forward to the format. And uh yeah, that's that's all I had to say about it. Okay, cool. So we'll see how it uh how it all shakes out. Yeah, anything else on the uh on the docket? Uh well, I know that uh, well, you probably don't know about this, but uh, Dave Robbins also announced that they're thinking about doing an actual tourney. Not just a Buckeye League tourney, but a, a, an actual tourney with prize support. What, in Ohio? After, yeah, after this Buckeye League, uh, you know, after the season three Buckeye League, mm-hmm. but just like a separate actual tourney. Gotcha. So, hey, uh, that's cool, you know. We 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 don't have QC quarantine cup anymore. Maybe we'll have Buckeye Cup. Yep. I'm I don't like the way that I don't like the way that sounds. That's Buckeye Cup. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking else. forward to it. <laughs> so yeah, that's cool. You know, team Buckeye stepping up, uh keeping things fun, and those guys are always fun. Yep. Like to interact with. Yep. And then we found out midwinters is is definitely a go. Oh, yeah, we just found that out today. Oh, yeah. 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 Finally, because we ain't been to midwinter in two years. By the time we go to midwinter, it'll be two years. Man, I don't care. I'm there. Been been looking forward to midwinter. I am there. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Count it, bucko. (laughs) Maybe they should call it the bucko cup. Young bucko. (laughs) Man, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, my, my vacation days reset, and I'll be able to try to get some of them days off. Definitely looking forward to that. Yep. Yeah. So, 
But the uh, that's that's uh, you think this is good stuff for part one? I I have to say that we have gone above and beyond what I thought we would do. Like oh, for sure. Um, I was I was cause I was I thought we would do a decent job with it, but I was uh, I, I we we severely underestimated our ability. Oh, <laughs> we, we really did. Like I didn't know the team was gonna step up like this. Like they. They've all been enthusiastic in their own way. They've all contributed in their own way. And that's been huge. Uh, The amount of content we've been able to produce has been way more than I thought. The quality of what we're putting out is is continuing to get better. Uh, Like, if people, (laughs) like, we're putting in a lot of work. Uh, We're putting in a lot of work. So, yeah, I'm I'm proud of this. I think it's okay for me to say that. Yeah, we, uh, yeah, Apex really came through. Seriously came through. Yeah, because, like I said, that was one of my biggest concerns, and that's one of the things we talked about for a while. So, to have, you know, the team, even if the team came through just a fraction, would help out tremendously, you know, with content creation and and, uh, just different ideas, you know, stuff like that. So, yeah, definitely glad that's uh, that's happening. So, just uh, we on a good good run right now, and uh, you know you want to reach out to us. You can always reach out to us at teamapexforthewind at gmail dot com, and of course you can go to uh, patreon dot com forward slash teamapexftw for the uh the patreon page uh, if you want to see what we have uh, coming up you can just email us or reach out to us uh through facebook or discord we can add your email to the google calendar and you'll be able to see what we're producing uh google calendar you know it's free that's got nothing to do with patreon so if you want to kind of get a a look at what we do and how we do it it's on the google calendar so uh you know, reach out to us. You got any questions, comments, concerns, but uh, anything else for uh, part one, Vern? Nope, but uh, I look forward to going to the next quarter because we'll, we'll be getting into more uh, versus technical stuff now. So, yeah, um, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Especially with all yep. these different tournaments going around and now we got some more formats, you know, popping up. So, yeah. Okay. Good stuff. All right. So this is your boy Cell, along with my co-host Burnley. All right. So we'll see. Uh, see our patrons on um, a quarterly review uh, part two, and we'll see everybody else in the collective later. <laughs>